Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Do you live in constant fear of someone spilling coffee all over your computer and losing everything you own? Then you need Backblaze. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Backblaze link on the right-hand side, and never worry about your data ever again. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I I don't know whether it's you started a trend or you're one step closer All right, towards being that. The so photo, I'm, so I'm I mean, it's kind of got to go one way or another. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you decide which way that is. Did you start a trend? I need to understand fully you what you saw. I don't know the full okay. story behind the photograph that I've seen you post. So I have no idea what you're talking about. It was pretty incredible. I got to say I was a little bit nervous, but I did kind of creep close. <laughs> what do you mean you were nervous? I was a little nervous because I was I was trying to be sneaky about it, but I was I did creep close enough to where I did get photographic evidence. As we know, I am a um well, kind of the National Geographic expert on meth heads. So uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the Internet, whenever, wherever podcasts can be found. Which I'm is all stumbling, over the Internet. stumbling my words left and right, just like the ladies in the parking lot. Were earlier. you afraid so, that they thought that you were maybe hiding in the dumpster and they were going to steal you away? No, that's that that wasn't it. I'll, okay. I'm going to explain exactly what it was. Uh, before we get too far into today's show and talking about that, I do want to remind everybody of one of our fine sponsors that uh, we haven't brought up here on the show for a little bit, but they're available right there at FunEmploymentRadio.com on the right-hand side. Now, we've got a list of fine sponsors of our show over there, and one of those I wanted to highlight is Backblaze. So Backblaze, what they do, and I've been explaining them, to, I've been talking about them actually for years to to people off air, and then now luckily they're a sponsor, which is really cool, so it kind of all works out. What they do is it's a program that runs in the background of your computer and backs up everything on it into a very safe, secure cloud storage system. So essentially everything that's running on there, it's all backed up. So say one day you drop your computer or maybe a friend knocks it off of a wall and it smashes everything and you lose all of your data. Like maybe that happened to somebody I know or over can the I, summer. Or can I say, say, for example, your friend is going for a dissertation and she wants to make sure that, you know, the 200 pages that she spent, you know, eight years of her life writing aren't going to just all of a sudden crap out because her computer decides to stop. Yes. So things like that. So So backing up data, this is what they do. So if you have some kind of an issue that happens, you say your computer completely crashes, you can get a new computer or you can even order a hard drive from them or download it directly off of the site. Very secure. It's a very cool place. I highly suggest whatever you're doing on your computer, you need some kind of an online backup because I have risked and lost too much on uh, on just mistakes, be it my own spilling coffee on a computer or somebody else knocking a computer off of a table just in an accident, but you can lose everything. Get a backup system. Backblaze, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Backblaze link on the right-hand side. And Greg and Sorry. I both use it. Yeah, I'm, I'm only talking this much because I highly recommend it. Yeah, you really it. are talking a lot about it. You well, really like it's, it. it. Seriously, I'm just saying don't get stuck losing all of your data. It sucks. So it's one of those things. Get one of those. All right, moving on. Moving on from that, let's talk about what, what we saw in the parking lot here. And just to bring it back to yesterday. What, by I, me, I you mean you. I, ha- I don't know exactly what okay. you saw. Well, it's what I saw in the parking lot. So yesterday we were talking about how Sarah found herself a – Pair of boots by the dumpster in the parking lot of the building oh, where our studio is. Oh, thank you for not lying is. and saying, uh, saying they were by the dumpster. I they're, appreciate They it. were by the dumpster. And it was a pair of boots that she found. I, I recommended against 
picking up dumpster boots because I kind of thought that would be a bad idea, although it's a great nickname for you. But picking up dumpster boots seems like it Which, wouldn't be the logical By the way, the last laugh is on Nibbler because we had to go to our tax meeting after the show yesterday, and I changed back into my regular shoes and left the dumpster boots in your truck. They're in my truck? The dumpster boots are in your truck. I Great. changed into my regular boots before we went to meet up with Gilbert. The dumpster boots have been in there since yesterday. Great. So Infecting if anything it. was growing in there, it is now living inside of your truck. You're welcome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, anyway, so you, you found these dumpster boots and – and, uh, and and you took them with you, apparently leaving them in my truck, but you do plan to keep them. I I came into the studio today and, uh, you know, our building is in southeast Portland. That's where our studio is. And then there's a bunch of other businesses in here and there's a parking lot with a dumpster. And, and there, you know, there's like, I don't know how many businesses are in this property. It's a like, two dumpster lot. There's 60. A, a yeah, 60 businesses, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's probably around that. But out in the parking lot. We are in a rather unique neighborhood of Portland. We're we're in the industrial area. Well, I mean, we're, it's, it's a very nice area. It's not during, a residential area. During the day, it's a lot calmer than it is at night. Like at night, it really feels industrial. Like it's really kind of a like desolate down here. During the day, it's kind of, you know, there are a lot of businesses around here, but it still has a little bit of seediness to it. Oh, yeah. Which is why we which is why we kind of like it, actually. Well, yeah. No, that's that's good and bad. I mean, every city has an industrial neighborhood. It just is what it is. You know what it is. And and. I came in here this morning and I pulled into the parking lot. And actually, I got to talk about yesterday too. I didn't even bring this up to you. Um, but this morning, I pulled in and there's these two women that are kind of hanging out. I'll say this. They're standing next to next to this one of the extra buildings on the parking lot. And out in front of them, laid out on the concrete, is this mass array of clothes and shoes and hats and all and a luggage, a, a piece of like carry-on luggage that was opened up, and th- they were taking stuff out of it and laying it out onto this thing, like presenting it, it to themselves. It looked like they were setting up for a garage sale. And at first, I was looking at it, and I'm like, "That's okay. This is weird. This is a Wednesday morning in a parking lot." In a business park, why? Why would and they it's be? It's a private lot. Like it's you a need private a, lot. A, a like, pass to park. In like there why are they everything. setting up for a for a garage sale? And you know, and I was still kind of foggy just because it was earlier in the morning, and and it took me a second to think about it. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, that's this isn't right. Something something's going on here. And so I get out of my truck and I I stand there and I just kind of like pretend like I'm throwing stuff away or going through my truck just so I can eavesdrop and listen in on them. I do that all the time. That's the best way to do it. Is like pretend like you're going through your truck. And then you can check in on what other people are doing. That's so creepy. So you stand next to your truck pretending you're going through stuff, but you're just listening to people's conversations. Oh, yeah. No, it's called eavesdropping. No, I do it all the time at my house. That Quick side note, I do this at my house because, you know, I live in a neighborhood. It's a fairly busy neighborhood. But if people are lounging around or, or loitering too much in front of my house, I'll go out and get my truck and pretend like I'm going through stuff. And I'll listen in and see what they're saying, see what they're plotting. That's really weird. Just in case they're plotting something I need to know about. Yeah, you 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 just like ruffle around in your truck there, like rustle around. There we go. I don't find any conversations in my neighborhood that interesting to rustle around. Well, in how my do you car. know until you eavesdrop on? Because them. I don't care about other people's. And conversations. I don't call it eavesdropping. I, I call it being prepared. What are they talking about? Like, oh, hey, what are you gonna do? You want to go to the gym today? All right, yes, I do. I mean, those are just life conversations. Well, why are they having that out in front of my house? Because they're probably getting into their cars and going somewhere. Well, not no. If they're getting in their cars, I then I don't do it. I can see eavesdropping if you're like at a restaurant or a bar or something, but just like listening to small talk on a street, that seems like a real waste of time. Yeah, if they're, if they're lounging out in front of my house, they're loitering there, you know, then, I, then I'll go out. If it's too long, I would say if it's longer than, you know, hmm, if I notice oh, I like them, how you're putting an estimate onto it, because if it's like even 10 seconds, you're probably scooting out there. No, going like, I would say if it's longer than like five 
five, ten minutes. Oh, stop. It was longer you than were, ten you minutes. You were on us the first time. Then I'll go out and I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of, you know, check in on what's going on over there. What's he doing over there? So, so anyway, I was doing this. I was pulling that move here in the parking lot, trying to see what was happening with the two ladies in the corner. And when I started listening to him, I realized I didn't really need to be sneaky at all uh, because they were very, very clearly meth ladies. They were meth ladies. How can you distinguish a meth lady from a regular lady? Well, we've talked about how where my house, where it's a nice house. I live in a good neighborhood, except for my direct next door neighbors who are meth heads. Mm. I've been around them a lot. Are they lot. still winter dormant? Yeah, it's been there. There's some things going on over there. We'll get into that one. I may talk about that tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure. Okay, you're going to put a pin in it. Yeah, we'll put a, put a pin in that for today. But but because of that, though, uh, since since I do share a fence with them and I see them a lot, I know kind of what's uh, I know what they look like. You know the twitches. You that's, know the characteristics. That's you know why the I traits. Said, yeah, that's why I said at the beginning I'm kind of a National Geographic expert because my house is higher up than there, so I can look down into their backyard and so I can observe them. You know, I'm, I'm like from a it'd be like if I was in like a tree. Uh, you know what what the hunters like a tree use. house. Yeah, kind of, sure. We'll call it a tree house. Sure. Um, so if I, a perch, you know, so I can look down oh on my them God. and I, can I would never see have guessed the word perch and study like a bird, what they're doing. Sure. And I, I can study what it is that they're doing, you know, so I've, I've done this for long enough that I feel like I could be a national geographic expert on methods. I feel like I have that ability. I mean, if I decided to write or publish my own dissertation, you know, on, on something like this, the, the, uh, urban habits, uh, or the habits of urban methods or something like that, or. Field habits of urban methods. Field habits is better. I'd have to think field, about no field guide to urban methods. That's that's what I was going to do. That's mm. right. Yeah, the Northwest Field Guide to Urban Methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but I can now write since that. they've been a little dormant, you've you've shifted your focus to our parking lot. Well, no. What I'm saying is, I recognize the traits and I can tell. And when I was sitting here, you know, trying to eavesdrop on these ladies, I mean, you know, securely listen to these ladies, I could tell they were they were of that variety. They're on the spectrum. They're on the meth spectrum. Now, are you just saying this because they had a bunch of clothes and hats and boots in no. front of them and you're trying to compare me to the crazy meth head dumpster ladies? No, I'm not necessarily comparing you on the meth side of it, but I'm saying you do share some of those traits as far as taking stuff from the dumpsters. But I'm thinking, though, these ladies, to be honest. Um, I'm sorry. I just remembered my dream last night. And somebody was totally giving me meth, but they looked like Oreo cookies. And they told me to just they had I had to hide them for somebody because they were worth seventy dollars and they were Oreo cookies, little tiny Oreo cookies that were supposedly meth cookies. Well, who wouldn't do meth if they look like Oreo cookies? It was very strange, and I was just like, "Don't give me the meth cookies." Somebody's gonna might be watching us, and I looked down the street, and there are all these like people like you sitting in their cars watching. And I told the girl not to give me the meth cookies, and she gave them to me, and I didn't know what to do with them, so I hid them under a newspaper. I just remembered that. They were little teeny small Oreo cookies, but they were supposedly $70 worth of meth cookies. What? You knew it was $70 of meth That's cookies? I said, I said, why am I holding on to this for you? And they're just like, just, you just have to hold on just for, just for a few minutes for me. And it was a friend. I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody that I was going to hold on to their meth cookies for. And so I didn't. I had what them friend all. do you have that's doing meth and hiding, hiding it, it in was cookies? Like, it was like a friend that would not do meth, but for some reason in my dream they were doing meth, and I understood why they had to hang on to the meth cookies, <laughs> and, I re- and I did this as a favor for them. But then the police came, and I was trying to hide the meth cookies underneath a newspaper that was on – um, like on the counter in this kitchen in this weird house that I lived in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just remembered the meth. It was so weird. Yeah, meth Methios. Oreo cookies. They were methios. They were methios. Wow. You know, you could probably make a lot of money with methios. Yeah, I wonder. 
Maybe I'm onto something. Yeah. Well, that's just like when we were kids when everybody would talk about Oh, you've been that... watching Breaking Bad. That's why you're like, oh, you can make some meth. I have been watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. I finally started watching it. That has nothing to do with my meth head diagnosis. I've, I've been a meth aficionado for many years as far as – not aficionado. That's the wrong word to use. That's not the right word. Meth expert as far as that is. And, and not because I've used it but because I've observed <gasps> Observe Greg, it. you didn't quite um, determine. Call yourself a mexpert. A meth methpert? No, you just sound like you have a terrible lisp. <laughs> <laughs> a mexpert sounds like something else too. I'm not going to go with mexpert. That's that's sounds like I'm an expert on Mexican something. Yeah, that, that's, I'm not going to go with that one either. I'm just going to keep letting you. Methpert tag. sounds better. Okay. Anyway, anyway, besides the Oreos, these two ladies. Back to the ladies in the parking lot. They were very clearly on meth. And I know that just because of the way that they were talking and acting. One of them could not stand still. And so well, she was just. Well, that's one of the telltale signs, right? Right. So they had all these clothes laid out. It looked like a garage sale. And they had these pieces of luggage, like carry out, like airplane luggage, that were all zipped open. And they were pulling out stuff out of these things. So if anyone is missing luggage from today uh, or maybe the last 24 hours, I would guess, I may know where it ended up. I don't know for sure. I couldn't. Couldn't say 100%, but um, it did not look like their clothes as far as how they were acting. So that what they were doing is they laid it all out there. And then the one lady was kind of like she was the stable presence. She just kind of stood in the same spot and stood there with her arms so crossed. So she was the judge? I, I think she was supposed to be like the lookout, but she wasn't doing a very good job of looking The lookout out. in the middle of an open parking lot? I'm not saying these are the brightest ladies. <laughs> okay. But she kept like looking around. She was a little, she'd, she'd look around, but she'd stand in the same spot, just shifting her head around. Like real, real quick, like dart, darting her head around, and like she'd she'd focus on me for maybe five seconds. Now, did you save this picture so we can post it in the chat? Because I will do that right now. Uh, okay, yes, okay. no, if yeah. you can do that, yeah, and we'll we'll post this on this episode of Fun Employment Radio because I did sneak a picture. Uh, so so the one lady would like kind of just look around and, and like she'd focus on me for maybe five seconds. That may be putting it too long before she'd she'd like wait. Zone so you in. could feel her staring at you. You you made mm-hmm. eye contact. No, I would look over there because I was looking over there. I was I was going through my truck, pretending like I was doing that, and I would glance over there, and then uh, and then you know I'd realize okay she's looking at me, and then she'd look away and be like oh all right fine. It's like when you're playing a video game when like if you're if you're trying to attack something and the something notices you for a second, but then you step in the shadows and they don't notice you anymore. It's like that. Okay. Some some people might get that. Anyway, she was very quick. Uh, she she would look away very quick, very very short attention span. All right. The other but one, but she had her stuff to do. She had she had shit to sort through. No, that was her. She was the one standing there. Oh. This was the standing there. This was the lookout. I'm saying she's a bad lookout. I'm saying maybe that now, was her. Maybe that one, was her bitch that was going through all the stuff. Well, here's what the other one was doing: is she was running back and forth, like could not stand still, and she was running back and forth, and she was jabber 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 jabber, talking away. It's like, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know where he went, but I don't know. Like, it was all nonsense. I couldn't understand. The one that was standing still really didn't say anything. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of bags. It's a lot of bags. There's a, there's a picture. We'll put this at funemploymentradio.com. And again, I was trying to sneak this thing, but I, I think I got, I kind of captured it. You I didn't actually got it one. pretty well. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. You got pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was able to zoom in. Um, so, so the one on the, on the left in this picture, she was just, Zooming back and forth. And she kept trying to try on shoes, but she was talking so much and so excited. She was like hopping around 
So she'd put on one shoe, and then she'd walk around in her sock and just one shoe, and then she'd realize, I don't like this shoe. And then she'd take it off and, like, throw it, and then she'd walk around in her socks, and then <laughs> then she'd change her mind. Angry sock walking. Oh, yeah. Then she'd change her mind. She wanted to try on one of those shirts, and she started putting on the shirts, and then she threw off the was shirts. Was she layering the shirts, or was she taking off a shirt and putting another shirt on? She was on? never – I never saw skin, so I think she had, like, a base shirt on that she was putting the other shirts over. A base shirt? A base shirt of some kind. Okay. She had some kind of a base shirt. She she wasn't uh, completely uh, yeah she didn't shouldn't take anything off to where I saw skin fortunately for me. <laughs> Shockwave in the chat's looking at the picture and said she's just wondering what happened to her boots. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that she set, set there especially for today, right? Especially for today. That's probably it. The mm. boots that you well that are now in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so this was going on probably for gosh I don't know I mean I'm looking out there right now I can actually see it through the window. There's still some stuff there, but the, they left, the ladies are gone. They, left some they took stragglers. the luggage with it. It looks like they left the stuff they didn't want um, in the parking lot. So that's that's still there. But otherwise, they, they laid out this entire spread. And this is before they got the whole spread laid out, the picture that's in there. And, and then picked through everything they wanted, then packed up the luggage, and then, then scooted on off from That's there. pretty resourceful. It was pretty, pretty – it was something. I don't know what you would call that, but it was definitely something. Oh, my God. So this all happened before I got here. And yes, then that all Greg, happened this morning. And so when I walk into the studio, Greg's over there like with this wicked gleam in his face. Like <laughs> I just took the best picture. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I didn't notice them. All I noticed was there was the other weird guy that was in the parking lot. Well, okay, the, that's, that's something else. That's, that's what I was going to talk about with yesterday. Okay. Um, there's, there's another thing. Well, because but, I remember you bringing up something weird with him and then I saw him walking by. Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about him. But anyway, that's, that's what happened with, with the meth ladies. That's what was going well, on I this am morning. sorry. I missed and the And I'm just do. saying with you and your new affinity for taking clothes from places, it's, if you go too far down this roll, you're already dreaming about meth and you already have I'm a propensity. Not, don't you dare for, word it like that. Don't you dare say I'm dreaming of meth. Did you I not just say you I, had a dream where you were hiding meth from police officers? I did not say that I was hiding the meth for myself from police officers. I had a friend. I'm not going to say their name. Uh, hiding it for I a friend is No, like because I can't remember. I remember it was somebody. I, like, I just remembered the meth Oreos mm-hmm. right now. Do you hold on to strangers' bags at the airport? Well, no. They were no. a buddy of mine, so I'm just going to hold on to it. Well, then you're just No, but guilty. somebody was in dire straits and they needed me to Di- Sw- their, what their kind of Oreos. dire straits are they in that they need you to hide their meth? It sounds like they I need to get know. busted more than they need you to hide I their meth. I don't know. And clearly I have no clear like idea of what meth looks like because I put it in my dream mind into little Oreo cookies. So I don't know. So yes. So that being said, when Greg's saying I'm dreaming about doing meth, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> I said dreaming about meth. Okay. That's even worse. Dreaming about meth. I'm not – I've dreamt about Oreo the cookies. Sarah Dillon story. Dreaming of meth. Shut All right. up. <laughs> of methios. Of delicious methios. Ew. Uh, well, all right. So I'm just saying be, be careful about the road you're traveling on and taking too many clothes from dumpsters. It just I, – I feel like that is the key. It's not the marijuana being the gateway drug. It's uh, getting clothes from dumpsters is the gateway to meth. I think that's I think that's kind of what the moral of the story is. Someone's saying maybe I got a contact high from my dumpster boots. I did get a shit ton of stuff done yesterday. I was just go, go, go. I had so much energy. Finished a painting. Like I cleaned my entire apartment. I don't think you absorb meth from shoes. Is meth one of the ones that gets you all like, woo-woo, want to do stuff? Or is that Yes, crack? no. Okay. Well – no, I mean, from observing my neighbors, meth meth makes them want to work on lawnmower Keeps engines you working. Yeah, they, they definitely do that. Didn't have a hankering toward uh, lawnmowers, though. 
So maybe not. Okay. Well, anyway, there's that. Now, okay, so the other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is why this neighborhood is starting to weird me out. So there's there's a guy that's in this building, and I'm trying to think how to explain this story. I think he might have it in for me. All right. So, the, the, and he wasn't out there today, but he was out there yesterday, and he was out there once last week. So I pulled into the parking lot. I mean, this is again at the studio. I mean, I, I don't know what is going on with our neighborhood, but it, it, there's something it's happening. It's not really right here. primarily in our building, but it's the other side building because there's another. Yeah, it's, okay, yeah, it's not really. Our, yeah, you're right. Not in our building, but but we have a big open parking lot. Our parking lot is becoming the center of attention for something. So it was this guy, and I, and I think you do know who he is or have recognized him before. So he was sitting there in the parking lot. There's kind of like a little ledge you can sit on. And I pulled into the parking lot and he was, he's, I'm trying to think how to describe him because the best way I can describe him is he looks like the, a slightly overweight, unassuming serial killer from a movie. And he's Bob from the office who doesn't really talk a whole lot. And it's just kind of in the back corner and he's bald. And I'm just, I am describing this guy a little bit because he's balding, um, Sits in the corner, doesn't say much, real quiet, unassuming. Oh, yeah, he would never do it. And then it turns out he's got, you know, just a a whole skin furniture collection. Greg, I, too, have seen this man. May I tell you exactly what I think that he looks like or should I hold on? Uh, is it physical description? A physical sure. descri- right, description. Go, go ahead, I actually have a picture of it. This guy looks exactly – it took me a while because we've seen him wandering around for, I don't know, a couple few months now. It took me a while to, na- to pinpoint it because he reminded me of somebody and always gave me the creeps. He is – for anybody who watched Beverly Hills 90210, the first incarnation, when Donna Martin has the stalker. No, it's the college version. You know, that's this is like a 1% reference. It is n- Beverly Hills 90210 was Beverly one of the most Hills, popular shows of all time. Beverly Hills 90210, the college years, a stalker. Okay. When Donna Martin worked at the, I think the radio <laughs> station or whatever, wherever she worked, she had this crazy stalker and he was trying to, cause he knew she was a virgin and he was trying to like stalk her. It was really awful. Stalk her and like, and be all rapey and stuff. Anyway, this dude looks exactly like the guy that was stalking Donna Martin. So I'm posting a picture of him now. Greg, this tell me. For, for live listeners. For at live listeners. Radio.com slash live. You can see that. What what can people Google to find the picture of this guy? Um, I, to- I will tell you exactly what I Googled. I Googled uh, Donna Martin stalker from Beverly Hills 90210. Donna Martin stalker from 90210. Yes. And I swear, doesn't he look exactly like him, Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's he he does. I'm not gonna lie. That 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 is a very accurate description. Yeah, he is. I mean, that, it's it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's it's close. All right, I'm just saying that's I've seen that guy's face, and I'm just like, he reminds me of someone super creepy. He's it's very close. It's who is the actor? Close. Maybe we can find a better way to find it. I don't know the actor. I'll, I know, I'll try and who find would know it? the reference from 90210, the college years that instantly in their brain catalog they can just be like, oh yeah, that episode. Well, oh, it you was mean a that very because you mean when Donna Martin was still a virgin. Um, and she was it was stuck. a very popular episode because when he's finally trying to break into their apartment, David Silver, who they had broken up because she wouldn't put it up, put out for him. Uh, he came to the door and the the guy had a knife and he was holding her. And she's like, it's okay, Dave. Just come back later, Dave. But David Silver knew something was wrong because Donna never called him Dave. You are, you are like the... And so he pretended to leave, but then he came back in and burst in and kicked down the door and saved Donna Martin from the stalker rapey guy. You are the rain man of terrible television. That is what you are. I think I've kind of figured it out. I've pegged it. Like, this is where your genius lies. Like, you can bring it back like, like a photographic memory 
of episodes of 90210, I guarantee... One percent of our audience, probably one uh, percent of the population, would know the reference. The stalker guy from nine hundred two one zero, the college years. Like no one is going to know that, but you have the entire episode completely memorized. It's all right, Dave. Come back later, Dave. <laughs> and then he pretends to leave, and then he rescues her, and then they fall in love, and then she totally puts out for him. I think I've di- I've discounted your abilities just because I didn't understand it. You're you're misunderstood. I think is is kind of what it is. Like the way. <laughs> I almost want to feel like so nine hundred two one zero episode seven from season four. What happened and where was uh, Brandon when uh, you know something like that? I bet you could probably bring it up if I give you a few key key points to it. I bet you could probably remember it. All right. Anyway, Rayman of terrible television. All right. The guy's so, name is Tracy Frame. Tracy Frame. F R A I M. You're welcome. Oh wait, uh, no, that's he's the, the guy from guy. UHF Weird Al's friend. You're right. That is who he oh. is. Okay. Isn't he? Okay. Yeah, I, I got I'm not sure. Anyway, back to this guy in the in the parking lot. Oops, so sorry. whoever he looks like, he looks like the stalker from 90210 sometime. I was pulling into the parking lot, and this has happened a couple of times where I, I pull in, I'm parking, blah, blah, blah. But this guy has this unwavering stare where I pull in, and, and he's – here's what he was doing yesterday. He was eating a sandwich – sitting there eating a sandwich by himself and just look, look like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something eating it and I pull in Ew. and he just turns his head real slowly and just locks onto my car it's like you know when you're driving and you have your wind, windshield there like a lot of times there's glare people don't directly make eye contact because they can't exactly see in even if they're looking trying to look at you it, it's really hard to see through that he made direct eye contact with me and and it threw me off so I'm driving in, and he's just staring at me. And I, I'm, first, I'm going through in my head. I'm like, "Do I know him? Is it somebody I know? Nope, it's nobody. No, it's nobody I know." And he's eating, and he just has his mouth open the entire time, like open mouth chewing. Ew! All right, nobody needs to hear what chewing sounds like. We all know what it sounds like. Open mouth chewing. Okay, mouth stop was never staring closed. at me while you're pretending. And when he stopped chew. chewing, he'd still have his mouth open. Just was like jaw drop, like stare. And and I pull in, and I have to like go around this corner. And as I'm as I'm going through there, his eyes just his his head like swivels following me. I'm like, oh, all right, just dude, chewing I'm just, and staring. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I'm just I'm just trying to park. Like, what is going on here? And I get out of my truck, and I'm walking walking towards the the building, and he's still doing it the whole time, just with his mouth open, just staring at me, like eyes like kind of bugging out. And this guy, I don't think he was on. Um, well, I don't know if he's on drugs or not, but I, I honestly have no idea. Well, he's been he's not. He wasn't months. one of the meth people. Yeah, he, he doesn't. I don't no, know. I think he rents somewhere around here. I think he works around here. I think he's Does just. He? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because his clothes, you know, I, I know this may sound uh, harsh, but yeah, his clothes looked fairly in shape. He doesn't look like he's living on the street. He looks like he's got someplace he's going, you know. And so I, I don't know exactly what it is he does. But he's staring at me and just, just staring the entire way with his mouth open. Like the, and it was, it was kind of stared, not like where he was even mad at me, where he was trying to figure out who I was. It's a stare like he's trying to figure out if I'm edible or not. Oh. Like it's one of those kinds of stares. Like he's not even mad about it. He's just like, can I eat him? Could I? Huh. It's just a basic question. I wonder if I it's could just eat him. Like, I wonder if I can eat him. Yeah. Yeah, no, no rage, no, no anger, just, just the blank stare of. I think. I wonder if I could eat him. 
All right, Greg, by the way, just let me tell you really quick. I, I was, before we get emails about this, I misspoke. That was not his name. That was his character's name. The actor's name is David Bowe. David Bowe is David, that it's almost name? it's exactly spelled like David Bowie but without the I. Oh, so his name's David Bowe. Okay, there we go. So I, all right, I I apologize for getting it wrong. Okay, there he is. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, th- th- that's what this guy's doing, and I saw him the same thing last week. Although he wasn't eating a sandwich, he was just doing the same thing every time I see him. He just stares. Does he just really like you? He doesn't no, stare. No, it's not no. staring. Well, again, I don't look at the That's crazy like you do. You just, you're supposed to just get from point A to point B. You don't look around. Just look down, get your shit out of your car, like, get your key card out and go to the door. Why are you meandering about? Well, I want to know what's going on. Why is why? he staring at me? Why? We are in our locked in our locked studio. Why do you need to know why he's eating a sandwich without shoes on? Did you bring up the, not, the no shoes thing? I didn't thing? bring that up. I, yeah, he was not wearing shoes. Because this guy doesn't wear shoes. And I mean, it is, he was wearing shoes yesterday, he, but but normally. Okay, because I've seen him because yes. that's how we realized that he worked in the building because we have seen him wandering around outside and he walks very slowly and very angry. And it's not just toward us. I don't believe that he's just angry at us. We see him glare at everybody and he doesn't wear shoes. That is the weird thing. And he'll be walking around outside, outside on the street, like on the sidewalk where, you know, there would be some like needles and such where homeless people like abandon them next to the well, dumpster. I know we're making this neighborhood sound really bad. It's, it's not that bad, but it'll be like wet sidewalk and it's stuff an, like that. Bil- he's walking around. It doesn't matter about the neighborhood. On. Yeah, well, he's walking around and it would be like just raining and he's walking around with socks on. Then he'll be walking around. He'll come up to our floor to use the bathroom and he'll just be wandering around the hallways in his socks with that creepy look on his face. That's what I mean. He's he's he, I believe he's in the building somewhere. I I don't think this is a you know, a guy who's living on the street. He's got some way to get in here. But the thing is, I don't know what it is that he does. I don't know where he is. And, and I I don't want to talk to him. I've never heard him say a word, but yes, he stares and he walks around barefoot and now he's staring at me in the parking lot. So mm. I think there's something wrong. Now you're you're telling me like you've just dropped a whole bunch of information. Sure. So you're saying yes, be feel safe here in our locked studio. Yes. And then you're like, well, but then he's wandering around the hallways. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm I'm just saying this guy. Yeah, there's something. There's something going on. Well, there's something wrong, but clearly he has a key card, so we're just gonna have to keep deadbolting the doors. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, let's um, let's go to maybe we should go to some world of crazy. Did I just make you super nervous about it or something? No, Do you no. Think he's coming, going to come murder us. No. Let's let's just go to some world of crazy. Now that now that I'm thinking about this, I'll get an update on him tomorrow. I'm going to try to figure out. I'm going to do a little bit of country PI action. I'm going to see if I can figure out what's going on there. Okay. Well, I so really anyway, don't think you should these are the adventures involve yourself of the, with this. These are the adventures of the parking lot. No, I've got to involve myself now. I've got to involve myself now. Oh, speaking of Beverly Hills 90210. See, I remind people subliminally, subliminally, subliminally every day because I play the theme every day. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Speaking of television shows that are from many, many moons ago, I have an update for a show that will be making a comeback. So this is a show from 25 years ago. I don't know if you ever watched it, Greg, because I know you didn't have the cable out in the country. Greg, did you ever watch DuckTales? I did watch DuckTales. Did you DuckTales get... wasn't on cable. Oh, I didn't know. I, I thought maybe it was on Disney or something. No, no. I never got Disney Channel. Okay. 
Well, DuckTales hasn't. No, it was on uh, KPTV. Oh, all right. Well, uh, DuckTales hasn't been on the air in 25 years, but passion for DuckTales has lived on. Apparently. Uh, from blogs, rewatching the show to ma- uh, remasters of the video game, a slow jam version of the DuckTales theme song, which is amazing, and even a remake of the title sequence with real ducks, people still really fancy the show. But uh, Disney has just announced that come 2017, they actually will be bringing DuckTales back ah. for a whole new generation, Greg. The reboot, huh? It's an all-new reboot on Disney XD. So uh, Scrooge McDuck will be back alongside Donald Duck and his nephews. What are his nephews' names? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Also returning will be the best Donald remember- Duck wasn't in it that much, though. He he made it like cameos. Yeah, but I mean, mostly it was it was just Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and then Scrooge. And Duckworth, and Launchpad McQuack. Oh, yeah, I Launchpad. forgot about that. Launchpad. Yeah, so they're going to bring back all of the other characters, ones that I don't really remember as well as the other ones. Uh, there's Magicka Dispel. Oh, that's the witch duck. I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, I watched that show all the time, but I don't remember... Uh, Webigail Vanderquack and Ma Beagle and the Beagle Boys, whom I guess that was from. Uh, so the original series uh, will be was based on the comics written by Carl Banks. No word on whether the show is going to be retelling the same stories or it's going to be all new. But uh, the new series promises it'll bring the same energy and adventurous spirit to a new generation. Now what about Rescue Rangers? Uh, nothing about Rescue Rangers. But since we are of the age where everything from our childhood is coming back, I'm assuming that will happen any day now. Rescue Rangers was never as popular as DuckTales, though. It wasn't? Are you sure? Rescue Rangers was pretty popular. Do you still remember the Rescue Rangers theme song? Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, Chippendale, yeah. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, I mean... But everybody remembers DuckTales, woo Well, I mean, DuckTales was great, too, but I'm just saying... <gasps> gummy Bears! I wish the Gummy Bears would come back! Through the cracks and these two gum shoes are picking up the slack. There's no case to pick, no case to smile. Greg, I remember it. Yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I didn't realize I knew all the words to that song. I don't remember the beginning part. I was trying to think about that. That's why I wanted to get to the Chip and Dale part, because I, I remember that. Wow. No, it's just weird. You have these things buried in your subconscious, and then it just comes back. Oh, gummy bears would be awesome. See, I don't know what that is. I I, I still find it weird that it, it was gummy bears. So they were like clear candy that had a TV gummy show. Gummy bears. They're bouncing here and were there they, like, and everywhere. Were they like red and green and... No, they weren't. I mean, they had colors, but I but mean. But they're food. They would go on adventures. It's talking food. They were bouncy bears. That's why they were the gummy did bears. Did they get eaten? They Is that what it was? They did not get eaten. They did not get eaten. Then why? I don't understand. Ooh. Edward they're in the chat candy. says that Netflix is doing a, a reboot of Inspector Gadget. Oh, that would be amazing. Like a live action or a Dr. cartoon? Dr. Claw. <sighs> See, I, uh, Inspector Gadget was not on a channel that I got, so I didn't get to watch that one. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's just a picture of the gummy bears in the chat. Oh, they were so fun. Wait a minute. They they aren't gummy bears at all. They bounce. That's how they walk. That's why they're gummy bears, because gummy means bouncy gummy bears. So who ate them? Nobody eats them. What flavors are there? There are no flavors. They're bear flavored. Where's the green one? There is a... I don't know. He's not in the picture. Huh. 
My favorite show, which I don't, not very many people watched, but it was The Wuzzles. I loved The Wuzzles. I don't know what I that is I wish they'd either. bring that back. The Wuzzles were, uh, it was a TV show where uh, it was two animals that were interspliced. So there's like Rhinoki, and he was part rhinoceros, part monkey. And there's like Bumble Lion, who's half bumblebee, half lion. Wait, was this the live action one, the Sid and Marty Croft? No, no, no. It was a cartoon. Come along, Zubaloos. No, no. With Ben Vereen as a lion? No, this was like a magical cartoon where like all the half animals exist and like some, and they'd always have like a guest star half animal and you'd be like, what two halves of an animal are going to be put together? Huh. Yeah, see, this is a whole generation of television that I didn't get to watch. I, I don't know. I really don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. Rainbow Bright's already being rebooted, too. That I know what what, what that was. Yeah. And Strawberry Shortcake, I love Strawberry I know what Strawberry Shortcake and is. And the Peculiar Purple Pie Man of Porcupine Peak. I, he was the bad guy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, out of Millville, New Jersey. From children's TV to a story involving children and a horrible woman who's going to hell. Not, she didn't do anything bad to the Well, she did monetarily, but not physically. A school bus aide has been arrested and charged after stealing lunch money from preschoolers in New Jersey. A grown-ass woman has been arrested for stealing preschoolers' lunch money How? out of their bags. Oh, well, she went into their bags and she stole it? Their she bags like shoved them up against stole a locker. Their lunch money. Well, this woman is 33 years old. Give me your money, twerp. <laughs> Police in Millville said that 33-year-old Rosa Rios was caught on a surveillance camera rummaging through students' backpacks, removing cash, and at some points their bagged lunches. Now she's accused of stealing money and food from the three to five-year-old's backpacks that she was supervising in this January and February. Well, then, so what, so what, then the kids every day would go to lunch, like, not have any money for lunch, or? I guess so. She was just taking it from them. stealing their lunch money. And they're like, how much money do they have? I don't know. They're little. They don't understand. Well, how much money is a preschooler packing around? I don't know how expensive kids' lunches are these days. I don't either, but I can't imagine it's more than $5. I don't know. I was never allowed to buy my lunch. Oh, really? Yeah, I always had to have my mom make my lunch. Oh, yeah. Well, we either did that, we, but we had we had days where I would... It was kind of a, a one or the other, from what I remember. No, my parents Depends were like, on what the food was. My parents wanted... They were very health conscious, and so they would make my sister and I like nutritionist... N- nutritional, nutritious. Oh, those kids foods. were always mean and angry. Because mean they and angry? Well, I mean, not, not mean, no, but angry. No, I get angry. like nutritious, but then I get like a cookie. Like it wasn't oh, okay, all you got like... A cookie. Yeah, it wasn't all like kale and stuff. But I mean, yeah. like I would have like a, you know, like a turkey sandwich with no, some my... carrot sticks and then like a cookie. Mean isn't the right word. <laughs> angry or, or sad is kind of it. Because uh, I had a buddy who's... Angry or sad? Well, his mom would would <laughs> never give him like anything. It was always just, it was always this really gross, extremely healthy food, but like nothing good in it oh, at yeah. all. I, I can't even remember everything that it would be. But I mean, his lunch sucked, and the poor guy, and uh, and he would always have that, and he'd always just be like, "Yeah, no, it's I'm fine. <laughs> it's all good. I'll yeah. just eat this gray thing." Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, don't... It's like it was technically food, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. And it wasn't because they were poor. It was because that's what his mom wanted It's like when eat. people eat healthy, which is, you know, wonderful for them. I'm really glad. But when they show me all these, like, the dishes they make with that weird, like, quin- quinto... I don't know, that weird, like, like rice uh, seed thing that people make salads out of. Begins with a Q. See, what, I don't know. Quinoa? It's yes, that... Quinoa. Yeah, that thing. I don't know. I don't know what that's exactly called. Well, I don't called. know. It, it sounds close enough. But, like, people will, like, show pictures. Like, look, and I have fresh diced, like, 
insert vegetable here. I'm like, and everyone's saying, it looks amazing. I'm like, that looks really gross. <laughs> I'm trying to train my brain to think that that looks good. Okay, I think I did say it right, quinoa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, don't steal money from uh, three to five-year-olds because she is being held on $70,000 bail. Uh, right now uh, in the Cumberland County Jail. And That's just Wow. Stealing money from preschoolers. <laughs> How long had she been doing it? So she'd been working for the bus uh, for the bus company for seven years. So who knows how long she'd been doing it. She was just so caught. I, I guess I, uh, she was the bus driver. She was the bus uh, assistant, bus aide. So, so she'd take their bags in the back and then just go through them and take She'd just them. rummage through <laughs> I mean, that's so messed up, but... Uh. Well, she was caught. So. How much money could she possibly have gotten? That's what I want to know. I have no idea. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, apparently a lot, because she's being held on seven... I'm not misreading that. $70,000 bail. <laughs> well, nobody likes somebody who steals from preschoolers. Little kids. I mean, they're going to... They're gonna... They're going to throw the book at you for that. All right. Well, here's a different kind of thief. This is in Texas, and there is a thief that's been on the loose for the past couple of uh, months called the Brisket Bandit. This is a real thing. So in the latest heist... The Brisket Bandit. I'm the Brisket Bandit. Uh, In his latest heist, an unidentified man with, uh, with a penchant for meat... Stole 13 smoked briskets and 10 cases of beer. Uh, according to the shop that he victimized, it was called uh, Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse. This, this, was in San this sounds like it could be a plot from DuckTales right now. <laughs> we got to stop the brisket bandit. The what brisket what is bandit, the name of the restaurant? Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse. Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse. In San Antonio. Thank God, DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're called. I know, but <laughs> uh, yeah, 13 smoked briskets and 10 cases of beer. Now, the brisket bandit has allegedly hit three other area restaurants over the past few months, pilfering hundreds of dollars worth of brisket and other pork products. Uh, however, this time, the brisket bandit was caught on camera. Now, he is uh, described as a white man in a white hat rifling through the smokehouse at about 6.30 a.m. on Saturday morning this past weekend, then loading the meat and beer into a white van. Now, the shop's uh, the owner of Augie's Barbara Smokehouse, his name's Augie Tor- Cortez. I don't know where the brisket went. <laughs> said his smokehouse is, st- is staff around the clock. But the brisket bandit struck during a shift change, so nobody saw anything happening. It was an inside job, I tell you. And now police are, are looking and for I don't the- know who betrayed me. <laughs> police are looking for the brisket bandit, who is also reported to have stolen 12 pork butts at the smoke shack. <laughs> 200 pounds of brisket from the B&B Smokehouse and 450 pounds of raw meat from Two Brothers Meat Market. (laughs) Where is this place? This is in San Antonio. (laughs) This is in San Antonio. The brisket bandit has been on the loose for several months. August said two brothers got hit up for pork butts just the other day. (laughs) Okay. I just, I just. Land so, sakes. <laughs> I swear I. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. We're out of pork butt today. We've been hit up. We've been bamboozled. You have been watching too much House of Cards. <laughs> that is a really bad Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood. <laughs> that wasn't my Frank Underwood. That was pretty darn oh, close. Oh, I'd have to get close. I'd have to get. Frank Underwood's way nicer. Hmm. I, okay, I have to think about that. I, okay. can, I can maybe do a Frank Underwood. I didn't Underwood. mean to challenge you. For nightmare fuel, a well, Dutch snuck it again. Oh my god! I just love where this is happening. The brisket bandit, I tell you, scourge of our fair city. 
<sighs> All right. Nightmare fuel. How shall we recover? A Dutch honeymooner is lucky to be alive after he was trying to take a picture of his new bride-to-be, stepped backward, and fell off of a 4,000-foot cliff called the World's End in Sri Lanka. Oh, my God. He's alive and lucky to be so. How do you survive a 4,000-foot cliff? Well, this cliff is called the World's End. Uh, This guy's name is uh, Mamitho Lendas, 35 years young. Is reportedly the first person ever to survive a fall from the tourist attraction. He was trying to take a photo of his new wife this past weekend when he stepped backwards, slipped off the cliff, and plummeted more than 100 feet below, only to have a tree break his fall about 130 feet down the cliff. Are these all like real-life cartoons today? Like a tree broke his fall? and A tree broke his fall, but 130 feet down. I have no clue how that makes sense. I, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I have no like explanation. That's like 13 stories, I, I isn't it? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 13 stories landed on a tree. And survived. And survived with no major injuries. So it took more than three hours. How do you back yourself off of the world, a cliff called the world's end? <laughs> Why would you ever, A, turn your back on it? Don't turn your back on the world's Never end. Never turn your back on it. And then just back up, just assuming that you're close to, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So it took more than three hours and about uh, 40 Sri Lankan troops using ropes and a military helicopter to finally pull him off the tree into safety. Uh, He was able to talk afterward and said it was very uh, scary and very painful as well. He said the waiting was... He complained about the wait. Waiting for them to rescue him? He said the three and a half hour wait was difficult, but uh, he didn't suffer any major injuries during the incident. He said, I sat in the tree for like three hours, three and a half hours, the longest three and a half hours of my life. He was complaining about 40 military Sri Lankan officers to come and get his stupid ass off of the side of a cliff. Not thanking them or anything. No, just complaining about how long it took them. It took you long enough. Uh, yeah, the about Sri Lankan time. army spokesman said that, yes, this guy was indeed extremely lucky to survive and is the first person to ever survive a fall from the world's end. Wow. I don't even know what to do with this story. It's a short one, but I saw it and I just couldn't, you know, I know that you're looking for love in all the wrong places, Greg, so I thought maybe this might help you narrow it down a little bit. In this day and age, there's an app for everybody who's out in the dating world and the dating scene looking to find that special someone. A new app has been created for people who love to share their audible flatulence with other like-minded individuals. This is real. It is an app called Fartners. It's a social network for your behind. According to their Indiegogo campaign, Fartners is a social network that connects people through farts. It's basically very similar to Twitter, where you can follow and be followed by friends and celebrities. Only instead of sharing whatever comes out of your brain, like other social networks, you share whatever gas comes out of you. This can't be real. for you to decide. All right, and finally, really attention, Greg Nibbler. I have an idea for the next place that you want to travel to. And it is to the remote Hungarian village of Megyr. Okay. Now, this has just come out today. You want to go to Hungary? Yeah. Well, Greg, this has just been listed on the market, and for $780, it could be yours. A Hungarian village has just been listed for rent for $780 per day that will allow... Mm. 
whoever pay whoever pays for it to name themselves the mayor of the village for a weekend, and you get to name all of the streets. You get to get, name all the streets temporary names, whatever you'd like. Seven uh, seven hundred eighty dollars per day. Get this. So it only has a population of twenty six. However, for seven hundred eighty dollars a day, you can stay in seven guest houses with forty people. So it would be. 780 divided by like 40 if you want to bring a kingdom and be the mayor of it. Okay. So it has a population of only 26. Uh, it's being listed for rent on a website there in Hungary uh, for the price of $780 per day. The rental package includes seven guest houses, which can sleep a total of 40 people. Uh, also, there are six horses, two cows, three sheep, and a chicken yard. Do you get the horses as well? I think you get them for the weekend. Hmm... Uh, the town, which is looking to boost tourism, also boasts four streets, a bus stop, and ten acres of farmland. Now, renters, whoever decides what, what to take over... What am I going to do with ten acres of farmland? I don't know, but you get to be a mayor, Greg. Okay. You can call it Niblanistan or whatever, like you've always Niblaristan. wanted to... Niblaristan. sorry. I was just saying, I know that that's always been your dream, and, and this, I I'm giving be... you the potential to make it a reality, I'd so want... you're, why don't you start thanking me? I'd want to be king, not mayor. Maybe you can call yourself the king. The king of Nibleristan. Okay, the king of Nibleristan for $780 a day. So you'll be Will tempor- people have to pay tithings? Uh, you'll be temporarily dubbed deputy mayor. Well, you will be mayor, and there is a population of 26 people, so therefore... Uh, clearly, you- the mayor should not be paying to stay in his own city. And you will have the ability to sign your own temporary street names. Um, so the guest houses are... Let's see, so the guest houses are maintained by a social co-op, one by the... Uh, run by the municipal authority and properties uh, belong to private residents who transferred maintenance rights to the cooperative. So you can stay there. That's $780 to be the mayor and have a place to stay and rename all the streets. Does that include food? Probably. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Greg, can I call them my subjects? Greg, all I know is what I just told you in the story. Well, I, I, I need more just, information. I thought you wanted the title. I didn't know that you wanted all of the... I'm, I'm going to end such. up needing some more information. Well, I just want to know if I'm paying $780 is a lot of money for me. That's that's a tremendous amount of money. So I want to know what I'm getting. Well, I'm not... I don't want to share it. Wait, so you have a place that could that could fit 40 people, but you just want to go by yourself just so you can be the mayor? No, no. Wow, I'd want other people Greg. to be there. I'd want other people to be there just to see it. Yes, because we'd all so enjoy you being a mayor. <laughs> That seems like I don't know. Really I don't well spent money. Just an option. I just right. want to know my. I just wanted to let working. you know that your dream could come true. There you have it. Let my friends is your world of crazy. Hmm. What? I'm still thinking about it. All right. All right. Should we do a little bit of a uh, ball talk? Because we didn't do it yesterday. But I've got some. I've got some big news. I've got some big stories. All right. Well, then it's probably appropriate that we do ball talk. There, there. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. How about we make me mayor for a day here? Nope. Just to try it out. No. Hello, Mayor Nibbler. That's just... Well, hello, Mayor Nibbler. Where do you think you live? I think that's how I'd want everyone to address me with a fake southern accent. 
Well, good day, your, sir. That'd be one of your mayoral laws? Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, I do declare. I don't think we've ever had a finer mayor than Mr. Nibbler. The Mayor Nibbler. All right, first up in ball talk. I got to address this for our listeners from Chicago. Sad news coming from there about Chicago native and Chicago Bull, Derek Rose. He is out again with season ending knee surgery. This is about the third or fourth season in a row. And uh, I got to say, it's kind of looking like the end for Derek Rose. I- I'm. I will be surprised if he comes back after this. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. Sad. He's a former MVP. He was an MVP, I believe, in his second year in the league. Incredible player. He's just got hit with the the knee injuries. He's got glass knees, mm-hmm. and they just they can't hold up. It's it's. He's, I think he's only twenty six years old, twenty seven somewhere in there. So uh, it's it kind of reminds me of the Brandon Roy situation. Yeah. So for Portland fans, you know what that's like. That sucks. So. Uh, condolences to Chicago fans, and uh, hopefully Derek Rose gets a speedy recovery. He seems like a really good guy. He just he's got bad knees, so yeah. that's the news that just came out this morning. Moving on from that, um, the NFL's first openly gay player who didn't actually make a team, uh, not because of the gay part, but because I guess he just wasn't good enough to make a team, uh, is now going to be on another another field of battle. And that is Dancing with the Stars, Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Did you really just say another field of battle? Michael Sam is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, part of season 20. That'll start up next month. So there we go, Michael Sam fans. Get to see him again. Well, that's very exciting. Yep. Moving on in ball talk. (laughs) I got to bring this up again. So Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Manny Pacquiao fighting on May 2nd. Oh, my God. I just can't wait for it to be May 2nd already so you can stop talking about it. Well, I'm only bringing it up because there's a, there's a couple of more things that came about, and I want want you to understand what a big deal Manny Pacquiao is. Okay. So it's a it's a big de- all right. First up, um, it's been pretty much announced that the only people that are even going to have a crack at getting uh, front row tickets to this fight will have to have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar line of credit at the MGM Grand, and then they can apply. To pay the like fifty hundred thousand dollars to get a ticket for a fight. I mean, it could it could end in thirty seconds. You don't know. I mean, one of them could just knock the other one out. But yeah, just to apply, they're saying you're probably going to have to have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar line of credit with MGM Grand. So there's that, and then there's this. This is one of the things in the Philippines. Manny Pacquiao is a big, big deal. So we know him here as a boxer, but but in the Philippines, Manny Pacquiao is kind of like kind of like a mini king of the Philippines. So he wanted to play basketball. He's not a good basketball player. He bought um, bought into an M, or, uh, one of the Philippines pro franchises and put himself in as a player. So now he plays for a basketball team over there. He got himself elected to Congress. He puts out music albums. He is an actor and a movie star, all in the Philippines because he can do whatever he wants. This is actually from a Yahoo um, Yahoo article, and their their comment was, it's as if a seven-year-old was able to realize all his wishes of becoming the president, a basketball star, and an astronaut all at once. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like over there. And the other thing is, you don't criticize Manny Pacquiao. So there's a former NBA player by the name of Daniel Orton who plays for a Philippines team. And 
he played against Manny Pacquiao's basketball team. And afterwards, he the, the uh, press asked him to comment. And this is what Danny Orton said. Professional boxer, yeah, okay. Professional basketball player, no. It's a joke. And that's all he said about Manny Pacquiao. He was fired the next day. Oh, my God. And he's on another team. He's not on Manny Pacquiao's team. He was fired for his comments about Manny Pacquiao and then fined 250,000 pesos, which is about $5,600, which these aren't NBA players. That's a lot of money for this guy. Uh, fined for, for saying this. And um, the commissioner said, this insulting behavior will never be condoned by this league. Wow. So you don't insult Manny Pacquiao, apparently, in the Philippines. That's a little lesson for anybody traveling over there. Just a little less. I was going to make a like a North Korea comparison, but I figured that probably wouldn't be the same thing. No, no, I don't think it. I mean, if he's saying like an astronaut. Well, I mean, in a very and he has light touched way. the sun. <laughs> I mean, I suppose and he ran a marathon in five minutes. In a in a way, I I Manny Pacquiao is kind of a jerk. I wouldn't put him quite up there with. Well, no, I wouldn't Kim put Trump. him up with the slaughter of million <laughs> like you know tons of innocent people or any anything like. That. I'm just saying like with the grandioseness. Yeah. Just that comparison. Yeah, there, there is that. Okay, that's fair. All right, well, moving on in ball talk. Um, let's see. There's two stories. One, all right, I'll save that one of them for, for tomorrow. Uh, we'll go straight to this. Attention Seattle Seahawks fans. Well, Marshawn Lynch, of course, star running back for the Seattle Seahawks, also the guy who likes Skittles, also the guy who everybody thought they should have handed the ball to at the end of the Super Bowl. Oh, God, yeah. But instead they threw it and lost. They should have just given it to Marshawn Lynch. Well, he has not said yet whether he's going to come back to Seattle or whether he's going to retire. He might retire from the NFL. Yeah, because he's pretty old, right? Well, for running back, I think he's like 29. Yeah, I mean. For for, for an NFL running yeah. back, yeah, you, you got a pretty short, short reign at that. I mean, even the best ones. Usually, you're looking at like five years. That's max because you take such a beating on your body. Yeah. But he's still playing at a really high level. I, I think he could do another year. Maybe not as good as last year, but he'd still be good. However, he said he hasn't decided yet. How, but he is going on to do some other things. One of which is Marshawn Lynch has a movie coming out. Oh, God. Don't say it's like a lifetime movie or something, is it? It's. I'm just going to play just a little bit of uh, a part of the movie. Actually, you know what? We'll come back to play part of the movie because I'm, I'm going to I'm going to play a clip from it, and I want you to decide. Um, Sarah, we'll let that load, and okay. I'll have you decide your thoughts on it. The movie is called Family First, and I'll describe it here in just a second while that loads. Okay. The other thing he's doing right now is that he has just filed a patent for. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Okay. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Just here so I won't get fined. He has filed a patent on that, presumably to start, uh, or a trademark patent, presumably to start selling merchandise with, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I mean, is that still timely? You know, I wouldn't be, it would be better if he already had it ready to go. Yeah. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Okay, great. Just here so I won't get fined. I'm gonna throw something at you. I'm just about that action, boss. Oh, I'm just that here wasn't... so I won't get fined. So he has filed the trademark for it. Don't be surprised if you start seeing Beast Mode, which is his brand, Beast Mode shirts and sweatshirts with I'm just here so I won't get fined. Now the movie, back to that, that I'm going to play a clip of, and that, that's how we'll close it out here. I want you to, to take a listen 
The movie is called Family First, The Marshawn Lynch Story. Is it going to be like a like in cinemas? Um, I don't believe it's been picked up by anyone yet. What they've released so far is a promo, and on the uh, article, it's or on the YouTube post, says this is only a promotion to spark interest in this biopicture. Production was done June, July, two thousand fourteen. So it's clips from it, and it was described by Huffington Post as basically the Room Two. Okay, well, then I might want to watch this. It's the story of Marshawn Lynch as a child and then growing up to become a football star. Oops, that's my battery saying it's low. Here's... Now you know you got lucky today. Those two touchdowns wasn't no luck, punk. I'll say this. If the sound sounds off on here, that's because the sound is off. It drops out even at points during their own trailer. It was like you was in the zone. A what? A zone. Was it like your body and your mind took a backseat while your body took over? But I worry all the time about having enough money to keep these boys out of trouble and in the sports. We earned each one of them victories. Yard for yard. Now I'm going to skip forward to where Marshawn, this is him growing up, to where Marshawn starts acting. It's a better decision with that. Y'all can do that. I'll be fine with it. Hey, little Marshawn. Okay, I'm sorry. It's so bad. I'm trying to find. So okay. pick them up and take them down to the washing machine. Now, if you could share with us, what is it that made you decide to start? You got, you got to tell me something. Is you a reporter? No. You sure? Yep. All right. What's up? What you got for me? You know how when you make a touchdown, they throw candy at you? And I want to get in the grill too. Oh yeah. And then there's some love scenes. Oh yeah, you could use one. See, and you see why I'm so charming. <laughs> Ready for this? We got reporters up there too. Shit, don't matter. Glad you're ready to go. They only it. can report what I say. If I don't say nothing, then what they gonna report on? Oh. That's that's a bit of, and I'm sorry, I'm trying to do my best to play a clip from that. It is so bad, it's very difficult to do. Please tell me that Marsh that it's directed by Marshawn. It doesn't say who it's directed is by. Is it written by Marshawn? It's gotta be written by Marshawn. I would assume it's written by Marshawn. I'm going to assume it was. He's wow. definitely heavily involved because he is starring in his own bio. I will totally take one for the team and watch that. I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it when that it comes out. That sounds terrible. It looks awful because the reason that and I, I this is coming from a person that just watched Secret uh, Poison Ivy, The Secret Society. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's but. a Lifetime movie. It's terrible. And that this sounds worse than that. Yeah, and I, I was doing my best. We'll post the trailer. Um, we'll post a link to the trailer at funemploymentradio.com too under this episode, which is 1293, right? 1293? 1292. 1292. So it, we'll post a link there. Or maybe 93. I don't know, Greg. You're putting me on Sorry, the Sorry, I did. Uh, but th- this, is, <laughs> this is going to be his biopic, Family First, The Marshawn Lynch Story. I suggest watching the trailer for yourself. It's four minutes and 15 seconds of that. Uh, 1293. Episode 1293 is where this will be at. Sorry, I, th- I threw you under there for that one. Um, watch it yourself. You decide whether or not you'll go see this epic, riveting, riveting story about Marshawn Lynch. I love how he thinks that he's worth worth a biopic, too, that it matters that much. I just love that he took it upon himself to create it. Yeah. This makes me very happy. And even in his own movie that he's 
done about himself. He's complaining <gasps> you, about reporters. Do you think he'll play roof football? You know, since he is a football player, do you think he'll do it a la Tommy Wiseau? I doubt he knows what Tommy Wiseau is. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I would guess that Marshawn Lynch does not know what Tommy Wiseau or the room are. But maybe. You never know. You never know. All right, there we go. The Marshawn Lynch story, family first. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, I will. De- you, oh, I thought that I was going to do you a favor by offering to watch that. I need to watch the trailer but one never more mind, time. You can totally watch it. I am okay. Not you know, that. And I probably will. Wouldn't be able to sit through it, but I don't know. We can. We can see. We can. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. You taking one for the team. That might be a better way to go. That sounded wrong. Yeah, that sounds really wrong. Don't say that. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. One thing I was going to mention in Ball Talk. Is that a great place to go watch the Portland Trailblazers games? Is that the Landmark Saloon? Heck yeah. The Landmark Saloon at 4847 Southeast Division. It is a fantastic place. Um, Really, sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. A great, great bar. Um, Great drinks. Great food. And... uh, and on top of that, they've got one of the best patios in all of Portland. And it's a patio huge. that not only is heated, it's huge. There's also a shed bar with a TV inside of it where you can watch the Blazer game while sitting outside. It is glorious. You can sit outside, and there's a whole covered heated area. That's fantastic. So you can be outside, warm, in the cold, but you're warm watching the game. It's it's just it's it's magical. You just got to go there and check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. Go say hi to them. Ask for baby hands. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and and I will be there today. Just so you know, um, I'm going to be awesome. watching the game. You're going to watch the game there. Yeah. Are cool. you going to? Too? Uh, I might. I might. All right, yes. Cool. Yes, indeed. I might come down there tonight as well. Word. You guys don't ever do that again. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so I don't much. Know, just, you were just offering me up to take one for the team. It sounds like you're whoring me so out. I'll take one for the team <laughs> on this one. Thank you so much, everyone. You are fantastic. We really, really appreciate all of you tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. Pick yourself up a hat because you need a hat. Everyone needs a hat. Everyone needs a hat. Summertime's coming. you got to get a crisp new hat to put on that head of yours. And we've got hats for sale. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. All right. You guys are awesome. Coming up tonight, uh, no Carl show starring Jason tonight, but Geek in the City Radio at 7.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.